Today's daf is daf ayin hay, and uh, we are holding five lines, six lines from the bottom, five lines from the bottom of ayin dalad amud base. Tanara bonun. So the brayzer states as follows: We know that the definition of bia, of intercourse, when it comes to a male, he has to be at least nine years old. Anything less than nine years old is not legally, halachically considered to have the impact of what would happen under different halachic situations when there is a prohibition of intercourse. So it says that Ben of Yom Echad, that if you have a, a boy that's already nine years old in one day, that is either, even though he's a convert, is a Ger Amoni. A Ger Amoni is, uh, is Lo Yava Bekahal. So uh, even if he converts, he's not, a mar- he's not allowed to marry a full-fledged Jewess. So let's say a Geramoni that's already nine and one day and up has beer with either Geramoni or a Moavi, Amoni, Amon and Moavi, Osulava Bekahal, or a Mitzri Vadomi, or if the Ger is a Mitzri or a Domi, they're prohibited up to three generations. Kusi, or is a Kusi which is prohibited, Lava Bekal, or a Nosin is prohibited, Lava Bekal, Chalo, is a offspring of a prohibited Kohanic marriage, alright? Umamzer, Shabohu, if any one of these boys had relations with either a Kohenes, a Levia, or a Bas Yisrael, Psula, in all of these situations, they will disqualify this woman. So in the case of where she's a Kohenes, she's disqualified from eating Truma, as well as from marrying a Kohen. In the case of Levia and Yisraelis, the Chorah, that's just going to disqualify her from being able to marry a Kohen. But these Ibiyas, these uh, prohibited relations, have the capacity to disqualify her, uh, th- this woman, from, from, from the Kuhuna. So it says the more like this. So that's the Tanakam. We're going to have three sheetas. We're going to have to explain the, the subtleties and difference between all three opinions. So all of these three cases disqualify a woman from marrying a Kohen. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Kol Posel, he says like this, you have to look at the offspring. What would be the offspring of that union? If the child will be disqualified, Posel, then the mother, the woman that you had relations with, will also become disqualified. Kol She'en Apostle, but if the child will not become disqualified, means the child, let's say a girl born from there, or it would not be a dis- disqualified from marrying a Kohen, saying Apostle, then that mother would not become disqualified from the Bia, even though it is a Bia's Isser, but it would not disqualify the mother. Now, we're going to have to see what what is he arguing with the Tanakhama? Because all the cases that the Tanakhama listed, Lechorah, the child would become disqualified. So the mother becomes disqualified as well. So what is the difference between whether you're couched in the terms of the way Rabbi Yossi said it, or you couched it in the way, uh, and, and you just wrote it the way the Tanakhama? What is the subtlety or the case that's going to be different? And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel also is at throwing his hat into the ring. And he says, Kol no Bito, if you're allowed to marry the daughter, means the daughter from the offspring, you're allowed to marry, Satanosa Almanoso, so then the Almona means that the mother, 
you'd be allowed to marry the mother if the person who married the mother dies, you're allowed to marry the mother. It means the mother wouldn't become disqualified. So it seems to be also very similar to what Rabbi Yossi said. He just basically says, if you can marry the daughter, then you can marry the mother. Rabbi Yossi said, if the daughter becomes disqualified, if the child becomes disqualified, then the mother becomes disqualified. We have to understand the difference between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel also. Because she'yata no and if you can't marry the daughter, yata no almanosa, you cannot marry the mother, the almona, uh, if, if the husband dies. Okay, so let's start. You have three sheetas. We're going to now want to know the difference between the one and two, and then two and three. So let's go. So the first one we want to know is my ikabain tanakama bain rabiosi. What is the difference between what the tanakama taught us? Tanakama listed a series of, of sulim. Geramoni, Moavi, Mitzri, Adomi, Kusin, Sin, Cholol, Mamzer. And he said in all those cases, if they live with a Jewish girl, they disqualify her from the kahuna. Comes along, Rabiosi says that if the child, the offspring is disqualified, the mother becomes disqualified. What's the difference between the Tanakama and Rabiosi? That's the first thing. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says the difference is going to be like this. So let me speak it outside and then we'll see it inside. We know that Mitzri, first generation convert Mitzri, is not allowed to marry a Jewish girl. Second generation Mitzri convert, not allowed to marry a Jewish girl. Third generation Mitzri convert is considered like a full-fledged Jew, allowed to marry a Jewish girl. So now, let's say what happened here was that a second generation Mitzri had relations with a Jewish girl. Does he disqualify her from the kahuna? So let's take a look. According to the Tanakhama, Tanakhama never said, he said that all Mitzri, anyone that's considered to be in the violation of the relev of Mitzri, which means first generation Mitzri or second generation Mitzri, what's going to be the result? Disqualifies. According to Rabbi Yossi, what's the litmus test? The child. The child is going to be third generation Mitzri. Third generation Mitzri is mutter to marry. Mamela, the the mother who had relations with a second generation Mitzri shouldn't have done it, but that mother will not become disqualified to the kahuna because of that relationship. So there we've already come up with a, a, a new or a, an, an angle where there will be a difference between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi. Everyone with me on that? So let's see it inside. What? Somebody's yeah. like this. So I'm Rabbi Yochan. The difference between them is going to be Mitzvah The prototype of when the child becomes disqualified is the case of an Almona marrying a Kohen Godel. A Kohen Godel is not allowed to marry Almona. It says there, Lo Yechal El Zaro. Rashi explains, Lo Yechal could have said Lo Yachal Zaro. Why does it say Chalal? Lo Yechal because there's two disqualifications going on. There's two de- uh, de- uh, people being profaned. There's the child and the mother. So that becomes the prototype of when the mother becomes the, uh, disqualified. And we learn, so we compare it to there. Now, but the Tanak Kama Savar, Ki Kohen Godel. Tanak says you compare it to Kohen Godel. Balmona. Ma Kohen Godel Balmona should be also Bavera when there's a violation in the Bia. So then the same way by Kohen Godel having relations with Almona, it's a violation in the Bia. Posel disqualifies her, she becomes a chalolo. Posel bo. Sa'av kosh biyaz abaveira. So too, a mitzri sheni, there's a violation in the biya. Memela, what's the din? She becomes psula to the kahuna. That's posel. That's that tanakama. How does Rabbi Yossi learn out? Rabbi Yossi learns like, like this. Rabbi Yossi says, yes, like Kohen Gadol Balmona. But what do you see the prototype Kohen Gadol Balmona? Both of them are becoming disqualified. He says, Ma Kohen Gadol Balmona, Shazarai posel, that when the child becomes 
becomes a Chalol, then the mother becomes a Chalola. So it postal, then the B apostles the mother. Av kosher are apostle postal, la fuke, which is to the exclusion of the case of the Mitzvah Shani. Shains are apostle, because they're the child of a Mitzvah Shlisha, it's considered full-fledged Yid, will not be disqualified, therefore the Bia of the mother, albeit that it was Be'avera, will not be disqualified. The, uh, right? The Mamakra, because the Pazik says by Mitzri, Bonim Asher Yivaldu Lahem Dor Shlishi, the children that they have of a third generation, Yavalem Bekal Hashem, Amutulava Bekal. Okay, so we've explained the difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi. Now we have to go to the third sheet of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said basically, if you're allowed to marry the daughter, you're allowed to marry the mother. Means that the mother would not have become disqualified. If she's an Almana now, you can marry her. So, Lachara, what's the difference between Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Yossi? So says the more like this. So Rav Shimon, uh, so therefore Rav Shimon Gamil Omer calls Atanosa Bito Atanosa Almanoso. Because Sheiatanosa is Bito, Iatanosa Almanoso. You cannot marry the Almana, meaning that if the mother married someone and then the guy dies, did she become disqualified through that guy or not? The litmus test is could you marry the daughter? So my Ikaben Rav Yosi Rav Shimon Gamil. So one is going to say the difference is like this. Now halt up over here for a moment. There is a Pazik says that Amoni Moavi Lo Yavabakal even ten generations, like a Mamza, forever. The difference is, though, Chazal Darsh Masechaz Yavamas, that Amoni Moavi is the male. Oh, yeah. That you cannot be Makabal Geirim from the male of that nation. But the Nekevis, that's how David Amelech ended up being kosher, because Rus uh, Moavis was a female. He could Makabal Geirim. So that's going to be the wrinkle. The Mora is going to say is like this. According to Rav Shimon Gamliel, the litmus test is, can you marry the daughter? The girl, can you marry the daughter? So you've, an Ammoni or a Moavi had relations with a Bas Yisrael, and they had a daughter. That daughter will not be disqualified, Lava Bakal, because the Psul Ammoni Moavi doesn't impact on the girls. So therefore, if it didn't impact on the daughter, it will not impact on the mother. Now, so therefore, even though if they had a son, the son would be disqualified, Lava Bakal. The son, if there was a boy who was born from that relationship. It follows them. What's that? It doesn't follow the mother's status of Jews. If, a, if, a, if an, um, um, the father... Yeah, the father was a ger. That was was a geramoni. It'll follow the father. The disqualification by psulim it goes by the father. We learned. The so therefore, the boy would be disqualified. So therefore, but that's not a problem according to Shimon Gamliel because the litmus test is the child, not the boy. The litmus test is can you marry the daughter? That'll be okay. According to Rabbi Yossi, if there's any disqualification in the next generation, it makes no difference if it's the boy or if it's the girl. The fact is that the child, if the child is disqualified qualified, albeit in the case of the boy, then the mother will become disqualified as well. And that then will not be able to marry a Cohen. Correct. All right. And she had a girl, does that mean she, she mm-hmm. her? However, doesn't that, you, that, you don't have to have the girl. So the means that, that if there will be a girl. But if there would be a boy. Yes, yeah, right. So but it doesn't have to have a boy. The fact that it could be, there would be enough. Okay, that's all right. All right. All right. So, Amor Ula, Ger Amoni Moavi Ikabinayu. The difference is going to be with a Ger Amoni or Moavi. The Tanaka, the Ger Amoni Moavi, if they have, they, they, they have relations with a Jewish girl, what is going to be the status there? According to the, 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 the Yossi, the middle opinion of Yossi holds, if there is a disqualification 
from the next in the next generation, the mother becomes disqualified. There will be a disqualification in the next generation. Where will there be a disqualification boy. if it's a boy? Right? So Moses is like this. They also use the prototype of Kohen Gadol Almona. That the offspring is disqualified. Therefore you disqualify the mother. So to any case where there will be an offspring that potentially will be disqualified, also the mother will be disqualified. Rab Shimon Gamliel, Kekohen Godel Balmona, he says, yeah, I agree with you that that's the prototype, but how is it the prototype? Ma Kohen Godel Balmona, Shekol Zara Apostle, it make all his offspring are disqualified, there's never a kosher offspring, whether it's a boy, whether it's a girl, they will be chalolin, they will be disqualified, then it disqualifies the mother, so it has to be so too, and the litmus test is in that you have to have complete disqualification, but if there is a girl that comes out that's not disqualified, then it's not like Kohen Godel, it's not like a Kohen Godel Almana, and then the mother will not be disqualified either. So, of course, she calls our apostle. So, too, the prototype is all cases where the, all offspring are disqualified. A few, including the Nekevas, Lafuke, to the exclusion of Geramoni Moavi, the Nekevas have Ikshera's love of the Kal, because there the girls are mutter to marry into Kalai. So, the Amar Mar, I'll be learning to Yavamas, Amoni will Amonis, only the Geramoni is disqualified, not the female one. Umaavi ulamoavis. Okay, so basically we've explained now the three different sheetas in whether or whether or not the mother will be disqualified. Amrab Khisto. Now we're going to learn this like Rashi. We had this Suvis and Tosvos really does not like Rashi's pshat over here. It feels it doesn't work, but we're going with Rashi's pshat. So he says like this: Hakol modim baalmonas isa shepsula lekahuna. Everyone agrees that if it's an almonas isa, what is almonas isa? Rashi learns the word isa is usually means like something that's mixed in, where there is a, a, a there is a, a doubts. There are doubts included. Uh, a, a Affecting the Salmona, that she will become disqualified from the Kahuna. What's the case? Rashi sets up the case like this. Let's say Ruvain threw a get to his wife. Now, the question was, we weren't sure, was it closer to him or was it closer to her? That's one of the cases that's in, 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 in Gitin, which is a case of a Suffolk get. Alright, what happened was, now, if she's a Grusha, she can't marry a Kohen. She's not a Grusha, so she would be allowed to go. He kills over and has a heart attack. So now, we have a situation that technically she is a Suffolk Grusha. Because even though he died, but it could have been that the marriage was terminated because of the get. She ran off and married a Kohen. Alright? So now the Chorah, and they had a son. Now this son is a Suffolk Cholom. This son went and married a woman. Right, this son went and married a woman. All right, and what's that? He married. This son went and married a woman, and they had a son. And that son now is married to another woman. The question is, that son, which is twice removed from the original incident, is that woman disqualified from the kahuna? Does she become disqualified through her husband, who is a Suffolk Chalol, because of what happened uh, earlier? The second son is the Suffolk Chalol. 
He's a child of a Safek Cholo. But the Cholo, right. So now the Gemara is going to refer to it as a Svek Sveka. And Rashi even also calls it that as well. But it's not really a Svek Sveka. Svek Sveka is where you have a double doubt. There's two reasons. Here it's not really. It's all the same. It's all, that's what tells the problem with Rashi. Is. It's all built on the same initial Suffolk, which was what? Was the Geth. Was the Geth. So what does that say? Rashi seems to learn the fact that it's more removed from the original incident, the incident, the suffix wasn't here, the incident happened before, that makes it like why it's more of a, a, a question. Let me just get, make sure I got the case right. Let's see Rashi again, I want to make sure Ken. What's the case? Almanus Isabek Silvers Mephars. Almanus Suffolk Cholo. Almanus Suffolk Cholo. Shahoysamu Rebus Besfekos. Bala Haya Suffolk. Vehiba Mikocho. Dahavila Svek Sveko. So I'm not sure if I added an extra generation or not. Do you need the extra generation in the way Rashi is learning? There was a Suffolk get. She went off and married someone and had a child. I don't think you need to make it even two generations. I think it's the same, even one generation. Suffolk get. She goes now and marries a Kohen, has a child, and that child now goes and marries a woman. Does that, I mean, you know, I, I made it, there was a, you don't have to go, you don't have to go two generations, even, even one, that's enough to create, the question is, it's still, the Suffolk didn't happen at the second marriage, the Suffolk happened, uh, in, in, the, in the initial marriage, that's called an Almanas Isa, she's an Almana with, mix, with mixtures over there, it's a Suffolk involved in it, so therefore, it says it more like this, that even all three opinions will agree, all three opinions that we had here, Machlokas, when the woman becomes disqualified, that if it's a case of Almanas Isa, that she's married to a Suffolk Cholo, that she will become disqualified from marrying a Kohen. She will not be allowed to marry a Kohen. That's, that's, that's the way where Rashi is learning it. So Gemara says like this, why? How do we know that Rabbi Chizid HaKol Modem Almanas Isa Shepsulakuna Man Mekel, because Man Mekel Bahani Tanoi. Who is the most lenient from all three sheetas that we had, the Tanakam Rabbi Yosef Shimon Gamliel, who is the most lenient, is the Chorus of Shimon Gamliel, because of Shimon Gamliel holds that even a Ger Amoni will not disqualify a woman from becoming Sula, right? So that the Ka'amar, and he said the litmus test according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was what? Kol Bito if you can marry the daughter, then you can marry the mother when the husband dies. Because if you can't marry the daughter, now, what is that coming? What else is being excluded? Where is there? What is that included? It's really including. What prohibition is being included? That means ultimately that, that she will be excluded from that, 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 that she'll be prohibited. That's coming to tell the Almanus Isa Shepsula Mikuna that will be disqualified. Why? Because the daughter of that marriage will be prohibited. If there's a Suffolk Cholo, the father was a Suffolk Cholo, the daughter's going to be a Suffolk Cholo. So since you can't marry the daughter, then even according to Rav Shimon Gamliel, the mother will become disqualified as well. Alright? So therefore, what the, basically we're saying that the three sheetas in the Tanoim that we had, even the most lenient litmus test was, is that if you're allowed to marry the daughter, then you can marry the mother. Well, in a Suffolk Cholo, you will not be allowed to marry the daughter. So if you can't marry the daughter, you will not be allowed to marry the mother either. The mother, the mother will become disqualified. Says the Gemara, That's not agreed by all the Tanoim. There are going to be Tanoim that hold in a Suffolk in, in, in Almanus Isa, where, she, where she's marrying a Suffolk Cholo, she would not become disqualified. That her Cheska Saguf, she has a Chazaka, that she's Cheru will offset 
the suffix that she will not become disqualified. Where, where, where who is she to that? This nan we learned in a Mishnah. Hey, Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua testified, and Rabbi Yehuda ben Meseira al almanas isa shekshera lekuhuna that shitaka is kshera lekuhuna. Why is she kshera lekuhuna? Why don't we say that the suffix halal will disqualify her? from the kahuna, my timer, because I have a sex faker, because it's a sex faker, again, according to Rashi, it's like a weaker suffix, because it's removed from the actual incident, which allows us to kick in her cheska saguf, I'm just giving the lump, that her cheska saguf means that till now she was kosher you only have a suffix, that take her out of the chazaka, we leave her in a chazaka, the sex faker lakula, and therefore we go lenient on it, Tosa says it's not a real sex faker, but anyway, just explained that in the Rashi, but that will be a machlok, as an almanus isa, a woman marrying a suffix cholo, Will she become disqualified or not? That is going to be a machlokas tanoi. Okay, let's go back to our Mishnah. We had earlier in the Mishnah, we had the opinion of Rabbi Lozer. Rabbi Lozer took the position, then it was a Mishnah, it was a Bryson. Rabbi Lozer took the position that a, uh, yeah, it was a, 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 a Mishnah. A Mishnah on, 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 on Ein Dalmanav. Rabbi Lozer said that you, that a, a Mamzer Vadai is only allowed to marry a Mamzer Vadai. A Mamzer Vadai cannot marry a Mamzer Suffolk, which means a Mamzer is not allowed to marry a Shtuki or an Asufi. Not allowed. Because the Suffolk Mamzer might not be a Mamzer. If the Suffolk Mamzer is not a Mamzer, then you have created a, you have, you have a violation. Right? That was his ruling over there. So, how cup over here, gentlemen? It's a little technical. That a Vadai is allowed to have relations with a Vada, but a Vada is not allowed to have relations with a Suffolk, and a Suffolk is not allowed to have relations with a Suffolk. So, I'm a Rav Yehud, I'm a Rav. Halacha Kurabalozer. Right? We're going to go Rabbalozer all the way through. That that's the Halacha. Meaning that we're passing like this. Vada, Vada, Mutter, but Vada, Suffolk, 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 Osu. Says Rav Yehuda, we know Rav Yehuda went to, was in the yeshiva of Rav, and Rav passed away, he went to the yeshiva of Shmuel. So when I said over the ruling of Rav before Shmuel, Amar Li, he said, I disagree, because Hillel shown, uh, Hillel learned, like we learned the first mission, the opening mission of our Perek, is that Asara Yuxin Olomi Bovel, and it broke it up, the ten genealogi- genealogical classifications, it broke it up into groups. Kohen, Levi, Yisrael, and Mutam And it broke it down. And the last category was, it was Mamzer, Ashtuki, Asufi, and it says Mutarin, Zebazer. Means Hillel taught is that a Mamzer and a Suffolk Mamzer are Mutalavah, Zebazer. Vekula Mutarin, Zebazer. Vaat Amart, Halachic, Rabbalazar. And you want to go against the ruling of Hillel to say that it's Osir? I disagree, says Shmuel. I hold that it is Mutar. So basically, did talk about Shtuki and Sufi and Suffolk. All right. Now, so the point is that 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 we have here a, a, a it seems to be a machlokas Rav and Shmuel in Psak. Rav is passing like Rav Lozer, which is Machmir. Mamzer is Osir in a Vada is Osir in a Suffolk, and Shmuel's taking the, the lenient position that says what. That is passing like the way our mission of the hill that Mutar and Lovers ever said that a Mamzer Vada is Mutar Lovoy, but with a Shtuki and an Asufi. Okay, now. Rami de Rava de Rava, Rami de Shmuel de Shmuel. The one is going to bring another recorded Machlokas from Rav and Shmuel that seems to be in conflict with the recorded Machlokas that we just had right now. The opinions to be switched around. The Itmar was stated. 
Arusa Sheibra. You have a, a woman that was an Arusa. Arusa means she hasn't yet moved into her husband's house. So therefore, generally, they don't start, they haven't had relations. So they haven't had relations, all of a sudden now she's got a belly. Okay? Who is the father? Rav Amra Vlad Mamzer. Rav says that the Vlad is a Mamzer. Now, as Rashi explains, the Vlad, you can't say it's definitively a Mamzer. It's at least a Suffolk. But he's using the words Mamzer. The Gemara understands why is he using the words Mamzer? Because he's telling you we deal with it like a Mamzer. Why are we dealing with it like a Mamzer? That this child will be Osir in a Suffolk Mamzer. Means even though the child is a Suffolk, but we're calling him a Mamzer to tell you that will be Osir in a Suffolk Mamzer. Alright? Now, uh, he himself is a Suffolk. The child is a Suffolk, so why is Rav calling him like a Vada? He's to tell you that he will be Osir in a Suffolk Mamzer. Shmuel Amr Avlad Shasuki. He says, no, we don't call the child Mamzer. We call the child Suffolk Mamzer. Why are you calling the child Suffolk Mamzer? So Chor is telling you to tell you that he would be... Mother. I mean, one second, am I switching it around over here? Let me just make sure. Uh, Mamzer, one second, don't, don't confuse things. Rav's calling him a Mamzer, even though the child's not a Vale Mamzer, the child's a Suffolk Mamzer. Why is Rav's calling him a Mamzer? And Shmuel's calling him a Suffolk Mamzer, which he is a Suffolk Mamzer. Let's go see the Gemara. Rav Amravlad Mamzer, Umutr Bamamzeris. Right, I, I, I had it backwards. Rav says, why is he calling, even though the child's a Suffolk Mamzer, why is he calling him a Mamzer? Because to tell you that this Mamzer can marry another Mamzer means Rav is saying that even though it's a Suffolk, a Suffolk is Mutter in a vadai, which is opposite than what he said before. Because Rav Paskin before, like Rav Belozer, that a Suffolk is usur in a vadai. Shmuel says, no, you have to treat the child as a Suffolk. Why do you have to treat the child as a Suffolk? To teach me what? That he's usur in a vadai. So Lachara, you see that the ruling here seems to be exactly opposite as before. Rav before ruled like Rav Belozer, which means that you go machmer, a Suffolk cannot marry a vadai. Shmuel, uh, and, and Shmuel said that your maker, like Hillel, that a Suffolk is Mutter in Avada. And now you have this pregnant woman. We, if the child's at least a Suffolk, you don't know what the child is. You don't know who the, if it was the father or not because she hasn't had relations. Well, you can't go rove be'ilus achra Baal because there is no Baal over here that you'd be having relations with. And Rav says, call the child a Mamzer. Why call the child a Mamzer? Because he's Mutter in another Mamzer. It means a Suffolk is Mutter in Avada. And Shmuel says, no, you have to call the child a Suffolk. It's also in Avada, which means it's exactly opposite. So says the Gemara, answer number one. We're going to give a couple answers how to get out of this problem. Epoch, you have to switch it around. Rav is the one that called the child Amarvad Shasuki, Shmuel Avlad Mamzer. So therefore, if you learn that way, now it'll, what? Then it aligns, then it aligns with what the ruling was. Rav is calling the child a Suffolk Mamzer, because why? Because he's Osir in Avada Mamzer. It is a Suffolk Mamzer, Osir in Avada Mamzer. Shmuel's saying is no, we can look at the child like Avada, it means it's Mutter in Avada, because of Hillel's ruling that a Suffolk is Mutter in Avada. Says the Gemara like this, okay, assuming we switched it around, we have two rulings that seemingly saying the same thing. Rav is Machmir, and Rav is saying it's that the child is Osir, Suffolk is Osir and Vada. Shmuel is Mekel and saying that a Suffolk is Mut and Vada. Why do you have to have it recorded twice? Tarti Lamali. Why does this have to be recorded twice? Sricha. Says the Gemara necessary. To eat it marbaha. If you have the Machlokas in the first case. In the first case, she wasn't married. Right? The first case was a, uh, a, 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 a Shtuki and a Sufi. These are cases where she's a single mother. 
Right? In that case, Rov Ksherim Etzla. Majority of people would not make the child necessarily into a Mamzer. So, Bahakama Rav, Mishum de Rov Ksherim So, therefore, Rav says in that case, you would say, why does Rav say over there that she is Asura? What, what, because what was, what's Rav's talk? Rav Pazan's like Rav Lozer, that this woman, a suffix is also in a mamzer. Maybe that type of suffix taka is also in a mamzer, because the, the, the majority of people around actually would not make the child into a mamzer. If it would not make the child into a mamzer, how can you take this, even though there's a potential, it might be a suffix mamzer, it might have been some, but it's, it's, it's a, maybe it's a smaller potential, so to allow that type of suffix mamzer to marry a vadama, that's where Rav took the psak. But in the case where she's pregnant, the case number two, there the majority of people that she would have had relations with would have made it to a mom. So maybe there he would agree with Shmuel that that type of a suffix is allowed to marry Avare Mamzer. The rope Shmuel. Okay, so that means if you only recorded the Machlokas number one, you would not necessarily have known Machlokas number two where she's pregnant. And if you had only Machlokas number two, the case where she's pregnant, maybe their taka, what did Rav say over there? Rav said in that case is that this, 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 this Shusuki is also, is also to marry a Mamzer Vada, because you have a Svara that, that she's, is, there is a husband. Okay, so there, there's chance, the cases where they snuck off before the chuppah or whatever it is. So you can at least say that that case, there's more Svara to say since it's the husband husband, that the child is kosher, so that taka you assume that maybe it's also in a, in a vada mamzer, because there's chances to say that it's a kosher vlad. Aval baha, but if it's a single mother, right, so therefore, since she's already being promiscuous, and it could be anybody, and you cannot be toilet in the husband, it could be very odd, it could be more incident that it's a child's a mamzer. So therefore, in such a case where the child's a mamzer, maybe a suffolk mamzer of that nature would be mutter, like Shmuel said in Avada mamzer. So therefore, you need both scenarios to tell me what? That both scenarios is that Rav still holds that it's Osir, Shmuel holds that it's mutter. Now. We held on to the the switching of the shitas. Yeah, we're right now with the switching of the We're still with it, right. Now, that's the one Now, the next terrace we're giving is, let's not switch it around. Maybe you don't have to switch it around. Remember, we, the, first, the first answer was, switch it around. Then the more is like, don't switch it around. Meaning, the Gorn is going to come try and say a svara that in the first machlokas, Rav Taka is machmir, and says a sophic is oser in Avada, Shmuel is maker, that a sophic is mutter in Avada, and by the pregnant woman, now we switch it around, say, leave it, don't switch it around. So, Ibois Ema, Laolam Lo Seipuch. Don't switch it around. So now, well, I, if you don't switch it around, so how are you going to explain this? So, one is going to say like this, Rav Takas Machmir. Rav holds, is that a Suffolk Mamzer is not allowed to marry a Vade Mamzer. So why is he called the child a, a Vade Mamzer, which is Mashmi is allowed to marry Vade. Why don't you just call the child a Suffolk Mamzer? So Gemara says, my Mamzer come a Rav. Love that's Mutter be Mamzeris. Not to tell you that it's a Vade Mamzer could marry Mamzeris. Ella de Osir Bevat Yisrael. He only used the expression that you have to look at this child as, you don't say it was the father. You have to look at this child that there is an incident that there could be Mamzer. And therefore this child, a Jew, another Jew has to look at this child like a Mamzer. It's Osir and Abbas Yisrael. That's the only reason he used. But Eina Chinami, the child is still only a Suffolk and a Suffolk would be Mutter in a Vada Mamzer. 
That's Rav. Rav would be Aser. We're not changing anything. Right. We're just saying is when Rav used the word Mamza, it's just vis-a-vis everybody else that another Jew cannot marry this, this person. However, this person marrying a Vada Mamza would not be allowed because it's a Suffolk marrying a Vada and we wouldn't be allowing a Suffolk to marry a Vada. Shmuel Amravach Shasuki. Now that explains why Rav called him a Mamzer. Why would Shmuel call the child a Shasuki if Shmuel normally holds that a Suffolk would deal with it like as if it's a Vada that he could marry another Mamzer? So why is he called a Shasuki? To us, in a Vaz Yisrael. Also, he meant just a Shasuki that's also in a, va- in a, in a, in a Bas Yisrael. Raj explains that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, 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 okay, I mean, we'll see exactly how the word Shasuki teaches that. But it's also, but Mar says, well, if the only, if Rav says you call him Mamza, say Osim Basisrol. Shmuel saying call Shasuki Osim Basisrol. Then he's saying, he's saying the exact same thing as Rav. How's he arguing with what Rav had to say? So, Iachi Haina de Rav. Then what, what's the difference between what, what Rav had to say? They both are not focusing on their relationship to another Mamza. They're just focusing on the relationship to a Basisrol. Then they're saying the same thing. So when it says, El amai shesuki, shemashtikin also midin kahuna. What it means is, when Shmuel said shesuki means that we don't accept this person's claim that he is a Kohen. If this person the fa- wants to say that, listen, my father was a, uh, wants to say that my, my father was a Kohen. The mother was pregnant, had an, an orus who was a Kohen. We don't allow him to make the claim that he's a Kohen. So when it says, the pshita. Obviously, according to Shmuel, obviously he cannot make the claim that he's a Kohen, right? We don't let him marry a Yisroel. If we don't let him marry a Yisroel, how can he make a claim that he's a Kohen? Yisroel, boy, is it necessary that he can make a claim that he's a Kohen? It means like this. Let's say there are three other brothers and him. And the father died, and they want to divide up the assets, so he cannot make a claim on the assets. That's what it means. Since we don't know for sure that that was the father, so Shasuki here comes to Washington, Mashtikin also, we silence him from his claim of, of the assets. Again, the word says, Pshita. The Choro, it's a Suffolk. A Suffolk's not Motsumi Devane. Why would you think he has any claim on those assets? We don't know who his father is. How can he make a claim on the assets? So says the Gemara, is the toughest. You might think he seized it. He seized it before the other brothers could get it. Now, once he's a muksak, usually there's a rule is that possession is nine-tenths of the law. And maybe the proof now would go on the brothers to prove that it wasn't the father that impregnated the mother. So Kamash Malan, no, that even if he seized it, Mashtikin also, we silence him, his claim, and we will physically take it away from him. That, that, so, that, so basically what we're saying is like this. What we're saying is you don't have to switch it around. Why does Rav call him a mamzer? He doesn't mean it's a vade mamzer, it's with mamzeres, because Rav holds a, it's a suffolk mamzer also. He just means a mamzer vis-a-vis cannot marry Yisrael. Now, Shmuel also holds he cannot marry Yisrael, but Shmuel holds he is allowed to marry another mamzer. So why Shmuel call him a Shasuki? Shmuel just calls him a Shasuki to tell me that in a case where he claims the assets are his and he's grabbed them, Mashtikin also minachot. So that's all that, that's the wrinkle that Shmuel is adding there. Ibois Eima, another way you could learn, again, assuming we don't have to switch it around. Why is Shmuel calling him a Shasuki? Right? Why Shmuel referring to him as a Shtuki? It's a by Shasuki. Paduki, it means like we said, like the shot we had earlier. That Shasuki means is that we can check him out. He's a Paduki. A Paduki is another name. Shasuki is another name for Paduki. Shabotkin is Emo. We can ask the mother. Vaomer is Lakosh Nevalti. And she will be believed to say Lakosh Nevalti. Now in this case, who's Lakosh Nevalti? 
the father. She'll be believed to say that it's the father. This kid is the, the child of that father. That's why it's called a Shusuki, like we had before, that a Shusuki is another name for a Baduki. You can check out about asking the mother. So Lechayra should be Nemenes. Simona says, Come on, whose sheet and the Tanoyim is it that a Shutuki you can ask the mother and you can get believed? It's like Rabin Gamliel. Lechayra, I mean, basically what Rabbi is saying, this follows the Shusuki Shita of Rabin Gamliel. Lechayra, Hamar, Shmuel, Chadazim, that we learned this earlier, we learned this yesterday. There's not Hayam Oberis, if a woman is pregnant, and to come and ask her, who's, who's the father, what's the status of the child? And he says, that she's saying it was a kosher, it was a kohen. Right? So Rabbi Amliel, Rabbi Lazar, Omrim, Nemenes, Rabbi Gilil, she just Nemenes, Rabbi Shoemer, Ena Nemenes, she's not believed. Rabbi Pianachayim. But anyway, so basically, Shmuel already said one time that when a pregnant woman says who the father is, she is believed. So why over here, when a woman is Narusa and she's pregnant, Shmuel says she's a Shasuki, which means Baduki, means we can ask her to check it out. The Chorah is the same thing. He's passed already before that we believe a woman to say who the father was. So Gmarah says like this, and on, and, and the Gmarah says, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, he, this is what he said it already before, that Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel. So why do we need two times to say that a woman that is pregnant is believed? So Gmarah says, Trich, it's necessary. Now, the bear in mind, there's a difference between the two, which the Gmarah is going to point out. The case that we had earlier, that a woman shows up pregnant and she's believed to say who the father is, she was single. In this case over here, it's talking about an Arusa. And that's going to become the difference. The Ima Hassam, if you learned over there, Hava Mina Hassam, Rov Sherim Etzla. Maybe by a single girl she's believed, because the Rov are mostly, or children, are people not going to make the child a Mamzer. So therefore she's believed to say that the father was a kosher. That, and, and the fact that Shmuel said Allah is like him wouldn't teach me what happens if she was an Arusa because in that case the robe would make the child into a mamzer maybe she would not believe that's why you need Shmuel to back it up again even in this case the halacha is that she is believed alright Tanya we learnt in Ebraisa not only did he say a Suffolk mamzer cannot marry a Vadai mamzer, but a Kusi should not marry a Kusis. Now this is going to cause us a little bit of difficulty in understanding why not. A Kusi cannot marry a Kusis. What would be the reason that someone who is defined as a Kusi should not marry a woman Kusis? Why not? Minator, what would be the din? Or at least, oh, we don't know if it's Minator, Midrabon, we'll see. Someone says, Lo Yisakusis, my timer. Someone says, what's the reason? Because let's speak it out for a moment. Assuming that Kusim were Geire Emes, right? They were Geirim. Now, the problem is, maybe they did not keep the halachas correctly. They did not do Chupa uh, Kedush. Let's assume that to be the case. So therefore, there'd be a Sophic Mamzerus. But a ger is allowed to even marry the halacha a vare mamzer. So the fact that there might be suffolk mamzerus involved, that shouldn't create a problem. So what would be the problem of a ger, I mean a kusi, marrying a kusis, even if there is mamzerus involved? A ger is allowed to marry a mamzer. Look, that's the halacha. We passed in that way. Rabbi Lord, we probably know the halacha. We're not saying the halacha. We'll see. So says like this. What? 
Right, that was the shear we had, we had that, right? The Mordor says like this. So, Allah's uh, my time, and what's the reason? So, Amar Rabbi Yosef, Asuhu Kegeru Laacha Asaradoros. So, Mordor says, interesting story, that somebody is converted into Kleisrol, after ten generations, people don't look at that family as Geirim anymore. People look at that as family as what? Yeah. Full Vajidin. That family are not allowed to marry Mamzerim anymore, because it'd be a Maris Ayin. Because people will think that a Jew is marrying a Mamzer. People won't say, oh, it's a Ger. So therefore, so the Gemara says like this, so that's the same thing by Kusi. Kusi, that they've been Kusim for so long, we're giving them the status of old-time Gerim. Since we give them the old-time Gerim, and there might be an incidence of Mamzerus, since there might be an incidence of Mamzerus, therefore it looks like a Yisrael, that's why a Kusi can't marry a Kusi. What's that? Because they don't keep the, because it could be that they don't keep the halacha. They don't. But yeah, but th- on one family might have not done a good a good get or a good uh, so it might have been a problem over there. Same with so one, one like you. Well, so let's see, let's, let's get through this. So one says like this. So the Gemara says that uh, the reason why it's awesome. The sign we learned in the Bride said ger adasaradoros said a ger up to ten generations mutamamzeres. Then he can still marry mamzeres. We kind of have past ten generations osamamzeres. Yesh arim. Some say the litmus test is ach yishtaka shem avodaskaramimim that people no longer associate them with a non-Jew with Avodazor with a non-Jewish family it means we don't look at it oh you know they came from a non-Jew we don't look at that if they, if they reach a point where they don't look at it that way anymore they cannot marry a Mamzerus so therefore I'm going to buy Abai asks Arya's question one second if the problem is that that's a Maris Ein situation then it's not a Maris Ein situation here anyway once they've been accepted as full-fledged Jews then obviously we're not worried about them as being mamzerus there either. So If you tell me because it's been so long that we don't have to worry about that we don't look at them anymore as gayrim, then we don't look at them anymore as mamzerim too. What 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 is the difference? It means if you're going to tell us people no longer remember, and therefore it creates uh, therefore it creates a mar- That's only true if it would be an old time ger with a new mamzer. Right? Then you have that problem. But you don't have that over here. Here, because it's both the same status. If it's long time, all time, be, and they've already been accepted. If there was a Mamzerus problem, they wouldn't have been accepted. So obviously, if they've been accepted, it means there's no, people don't see it as a Mamzerus issue. If people don't see it as a Mamzerus issue, so then there's no Maris Ein here problem either. So it says the more like this. Samalia by me dummy. How can you compla- compare this to an old time ger that's usher in a mamzeris? Lachara husam ger yoshan. That's talking about like an eleven generation ger marrying a new mamzeris that everybody knows. That I understand is a maris ein problem because it's uh, it's mamzeris chadasha. So therefore, Amri, people are going to say, Bar Yisrael, who because he's an old time ger and we view him as a full fledged Yisrael, why is he marrying a brand new mamzeris? But hacha, but over here, if they've already been accepted, eleven generations, obviously accepted, they're accepted that we don't assume that there's mamzeris either. Now there might be, but it's not viewed as well as that. So there's no problem. Ikaradin, it's a ger mary mamzeris, no problem. Mitzad the maris ein problem, there's no problem either because we're looking at it full of fledged yidden. So what's the problem? So when it says idiv they're both equal on both sides. It's equal. It's all time from him, all time from her. There's no problem. So we're still trying to figure out why. We're would Rabbi Loza rule that what? Akusi cannot marry Akusis. So Ella, ki Osir Ravdimi Amar Rav. 
I'm Rav Dimi. Amar Rabbi. He said like this. Rabbi Lezer Savalod. It's a combination of two shitas. He holds like Rabbi Yishmol and Rabbi Yishmol Savalok Rabbi Akiva. What are these two shitas? Rabbi Lezer Savalok Rabbi Yishmol. He holds like Rabbi Yishmol. The Amar Kusim Geira Arayosim. There is a big machlokas in the Tanoim when the Kusim originally converted. They had what happened was that the Melech Asur displaced them from Kuta, brought them to Eretz Yisrael, the Hargrizim Areval, the Hargrizim area. He dumped them over there, and then there was an attack of lions. There was a whole, uh, and then, and, and, and they converted, because they said the God of the Jews is upset that they were going to Zorah. So there's a question, are they considered Geira Arayos? Means they're only Geirim because of lions, which means they're not really Geirim. Well, they're considered Geira Emes. Rabbi Shmuel holds, they're Geira Arayos. Means they're Goyim. The Kusim actually are Goyim. So well, if the Kusim are Goyim, what's wrong with a Kusi marrying a Kusis. But you have to add that Rabbi Shmuel holds a Geri Arayos also holds like the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. What was the sheet of Rabbi Akiva? He holds that a guy that marries a Jew... The Vlad is a Mamza. Now what happened was there were Kahanim. We learned earlier there were Kahanim that married into them. Since there were Kohanim that married into them, then there were Jews that were marrying these Kusim. Since they married these Kusim, and if you hold like Rabbi Akiva, that, a, that, a, 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 that wherever there's an Isser, the Vlad is going to be, the child is going to be a Mamzer. So there are Mamzerim there. And a Mamzer is not allowed to marry a guy. So Kusim marrying a Kusim is because on one side, it might be that... They're goyim. On the other side, it might be mamzerim. It's that's the issue. The moms are not allowed to marry a guy. That's why a kusi can't marry a kusi. All right. So let's see it inside. So one says like this: Rabbi Shmuel savelak Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Lazar savelak Rabbi Shmuel. The Amar Kusim Geri Arayo saying that they're goyim. But Rabbi Shmuel savelak Rabbi Akiva. The Amar Avodas Kochav Ever Abal Bas Yisrael. Because there's a love involved, and any time there's a of an issue, the vlad is going to be a mamzer. Memela, that becomes the reason why an ever can't a kusi can't. Marry a kusis because you might have a Jew, a mom's is still a Jew marrying a guy. Yeah, okay. So, okay. so me, Savar, Loka, Rabbi Yishmo. One second, is that true? That Rabbi Loza, that me, Savar, Rabbi Yishmo, Rabbi Akiva, is Rabbi Yishmo who holds that the Geira Arias, does he hold like Rabbi Akiva that, at, uh, that anytime there's a Losa, say, the child is going to be a Mamzer, and he doesn't hold La Locha that has to be either from a, a Chi of Misa or a Chi of Kores. So, when it says like this, Vahamra Rabbi Yochan and Mishu Rabbi Yishmo, Rabbi Yochan and said in the name Rabbi Yishmo, so we're going in the Shid of Rabbi Yishmo, he says, Menayin how do you know that if an Eved Kechavim or an Eved had relations with a Jewess, being, whether she's a Kohanes and or a Bas Yisrael, that they disqualify her from being able to eat Truma or from the, from the Kahuna, that they, they create a Din Zona on her. How do you know that they disqualify her? Shenemar, because the Pesach tells us that if you have a Bas Kohen, a daughter of a Kohen that was married to a Jew, and he dies and there's no children, what's the halacha? She becomes an almana, or he divorces her, that even though she's divorced, she can't marry a Kohen, but she's allowed to go back to, as long as there's no children, she can go back to her 
father's house and eat truma. So it says, Baz Cohen says, Kisia Almana Vagrusha. If she becomes an Almana Grusha, Zera Engel, with no children, she can go back and eat truma. When can she go back and eat truma? If she had relations with someone that could have made her a Grusha or could have made her Almana. But if the relations were with someone that could not have had made her an Almana Grusha because Kedushin would not have been told face, then what? Then she cannot go back and eat truma. Now why do you need that drusha, according to Yakiva? You don't need that drusha. According to Yakiva, it's Pasha she can't eat truma. Why can't she eat truma? Because the child would have been a mamzer. It's a lowest nase that makes the child a mamzer. If the child, then for sure she's psula. The fact that Rabbi Shmuel needed this drusha to disqualify her obviously teaches us what? He doesn't hold like Rabbi Akiva. Now, only she can go back and eat truma on somebody that condition would have been told face. It will be almanas v'gerushin. Yotza ovid kocham eved she'en almanas v'gerushin. An eved or ovid kocham cannot be make her into a grusha and almana. Now, isal kedai to savalek Rabbi Akiva. If you tell me that he holds like the sheet of Rabbi Akiva, hash the mamzer have. If the child would have been a mamzer, ovid kocham and ever baal bazi stroll the vlads of mamzer. So for sure that then she what. Disqualified meaning truma. Why do you need the drasha? Kisiel almana legrush. Why do you need the drasha for? The chayyim mamzer have a missal bebiyosa beboy. Of course, it's possible for the beer. So Ella, clearly, you can't say that Rabbi Lazar held like Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel held like Rabbi Akiva because Rabbi Shmuel does not hold like Rabbi Akiva. Someone says, okay, let's just throw in a wrinkle. Rabbi Lazar holds like both. Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. Not that Rabbi Shmuel holds of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Loza holds of it. Means Rabbi Loza one who said a kusi can't marry a kusis. He holds a combination of two shitas. He holds like Rabbi Shmuel in one halacha that what? They're not Jewish. And he holds like Rabbi Akiva that an Eved Abal Basis are all of Lads and Mamzer. That, but that, that's what you have, that's where you don't have to say that Rabbi Shmuel holds like Rabbi Akiva. So when it says, Ella Rabbi Lazar, Savalak Rabbi Shmuel, Tamar Kusim Gera Rayas, Visavalak Rabbi Akiva, Tamar Ovid Gachavim, Eved Abal Basis are all of Lads and Mamzer. Says more, is that true? Does Rabbi Lazar really hold like Rabbi Akiva? Umi Savalak Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Akiva, Fahaamma Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar said like this. We have a massive machlokus in Maseches Yevomus. We all learned the first daf in Maseches Yevomus, the Sheet of Beis Hillel, that if a, two women fall to Yibum and one of them happens to be an erva, let's say somebody married his niece, and one of them, and therefore when he dies, the daughter of the brother falls. So we say that not only is there no Yibum Chalitza on the erva, then the Tzorah's Ptura, Beishamai disagree. Beishamai say that the Erva is disqualified from Yibum Chalitza. But you still need Yibum on the Tzorah, which is a massive machlokus, because Yibum or Chalitza. Because if you do Yibum, according to the Sheet of Beisilal, you were just over the Isra of Eishas Ach. According to Beishamai, she's Chayv in Yibum. And according to Beis Hillel, she would be Asura because she's now Aisha's Ach Shaloba Maka Mitzvah. So now that would be a situation of Aisha's Ach. You're having relations with your brother's wife. So therefore, so that would be a problem of Mamzerus. However, what about the other way? Let's say you would not do Yibm Chalitza and this girl now would not have Yibm Chalitza, would go Lashuk. So the most you would have been over at that point was just an Esther. It's not a Chi of Kores or a Chi of Misa. So therefore, but what, what Rabbi Loza said, that Beis Shaman and Beis Hill will both agree that if this woman goes Lashuk 
and did not have Yom Chalitza done, at most, you all, the children will be okay, because you're only over an Easter. That shows you cannot hold like Rabbi Akiva, because according to Rabbi Akiva, even if, there, if there's no Easter, Chiyav, Kores, or Misa, the children would still be Mamzerim. And he holds, and Rabbi Allah said, no, Baisham Israel would say the child of Yom Elishuk would not be Mamzerim. So it shows that he does not hold like the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. Let's see it inside. So Chorav Amr, Rabbi Lazar, but sorrows, even though they argue by the Tsaras Erva, if there's a Chi of Yim Chalitz, a Modim, She'ein Mamzer, there will not be a Mamzer, El Mishi Suru Isra Erva, unless there would be an Isra Erva, and the punishment would be at least Anush Kores, but not Stam Yavam so Moira says, you're right. So we're back to our question. What is our question? Why did Rabbi Lazar say that a Kusi can't marry a Kusi? So Ella Kiyosa Ravin Amra Bchiyabaraba Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Baba Vazavda Amra Bchiyachanino Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Bchiyachanon Vamrila Amra Shal, there's three reasons what the prohibition of a yid marrying, and from one of those three reasons, we're going to explain why then Rabbi Loza would hold that a kuzi can't marry a kuzi. Let's go through the three of them. So there's, so left like this. So that Shmuel Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Shmuel holds Kusagera Ryosain that they're not Jewish, right? And it's true, Kohanim were mixed into them, but that's not the reason you can't marry them. You can't marry them. Because they're Goyim. Now, the Kohanim Shanitmu Bahan, Kohanim Sulim Hoyo, they weren't actually accepted Kohanim. They were disqualified Kohanim, they were disgruntled that they weren't being able to do the Avod in the base of Migdash. They went and became Kohanim by the Kusim, right? Shanemar Bayasulahem Ikhtsoisam Kohane Banmos. A part of them, a part of these Kohanim became Kohanim to their altars. The word ksosam comes with coats. Coats is a thorn. From the thorny ones, the ones that were disqualified became the kohanim. And that's why they were disqualified from marrying into them. Not because of the kohanim. Why? Because they're gerer arayas. They're, they're, they're not real gerer. The, the, that's why the kusim were disqualified from marrying Jews because they were not Jewish. That's answer number one. Rabbi Akiva Sabar Kusim Geira Emes. Well, the Geira Emes, why can't we marry them? The Kahanim Shinit Moham Kahanim Sherem. Actually, the Kahanim Sherem married into them. The Hayu Hayu Shenem of Ayasul and Mikzaisam. He learns the lesson of Mikzaisam. He's learning with Katsin. Katsin is like an officer, an important, the important Kahanim were Kahanim Bamas. They used them for the Bamas. But but Vam Rabbi Chana Am Rabbi Yochanan Min Abdechirin Shaba. The most important. Why that happened, whatever that's not. But the most important Kohanim married into them. So uh, therefore, so Ella, so therefore, Nachayra, so even if Kohanim married into them, and even if they, uh, they were not, they were Geirim, so they would only make him Chalolim. Why aren't Yisraelim allowed to marry? into the into the Kusim. Because they, they read the Psukim incorrectly. They learned that Yibum is only needed when a woman is, a, the husband dies and she's only in Arusa. But if she already had consummated the marriage, she already become a Nesua, you don't need Yibum. And therefore they're being Matir Yavama Lashuk. 
Okay, and according to the Shita of Rabbi Akiva, that would be a Chi of Mamzer. So therefore, there was Mamzerus according to the Shita of Rabbi Akiva. So therefore, Poitrinus on the Suos. My Darshi, what did they read? The Pasuk to learn that shot. They learned, Now we read it that the wife of the dead should not go hachutza, should not go out and marry. They learned, Dafke, if she was an Eishas Ames, it was still on the outside. She was only an Arusa. Then she should not go marry anybody. But if she had been a Nesua, then you don't need Yimchalitza. Only the one that was sitting on the outside, there was an Arusa. He, Loisia, doesn't need to have he's not allowed to go to Ishtar needs Yibam but the one that doesn't sit on the outside she needs to marry she goes she can go Yibam Lashuk I so what's the problem still it's only an Ishtar uh, maybe a Naseh or a Lav what's the problem but Rabbi Akiva it's a Lav so Rabbi Akiva Tamei so Memele they gave Ray Amos but they're Mamzerus because they didn't do Yibam Chalitza correctly now this is going to be the one the Ganshita of Rabbi Lozer that's going to hold why Akusi can't marry Akusi. So let's analyze this quickly. They were not careful with the fine tunes of mitzvah. They weren't so particular with the details of mitzvahs. Man Yesh Omrim. Now who's that? Who's the Yesh Omrim? The That's the Shita of Rabbi Lozer, and that's going to be why Akusi can't marry Akusi. The Sanya we learned in a brayer. Matzah's kusi. The kusi baked matzahs for you. Muteres, it's not a problem of chametz. And they do it lishma. You can use it for matzah's mitzvah. But Pesach. Rabbi Lazar Oser, Lefisha Ein Bekiyun Bekiyun Bedikdukem Mitzvahs. He all no, they don't. It might be Chametz. They don't do it correctly. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer called Mitzvah She Mitzvah She Exiku Bar Kusim. Any Mitzvah that the Kusim took on. On their own, they keep them even better than they didn't keep them. So therefore, we'll see what the difference between Rabbi, uh, Rabbi uh, Lozer and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is in a moment. So, so what is it that they weren't careful with by the Kusim that made it that Yidin cannot marry them? There was Mamzerus. They didn't do Gitten correctly. They went down there. And therefore, there was Mamzerus. So they're Yidin and there's Mamzerus running around. They're Geira Emes and they're Mamzerim running around. I, so therefore, we understand why a Jew cannot marry into them. The Chorus, they asked the Rishonim, it still doesn't explain why they cannot marry each other. Why is it also for them to marry each other? So, the, uh, the, 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 uh, um, the Mephorshim say one of the Pshatim could be is because they because we hold that a it could be that a Jew is not allowed to marry a Suffolk uh, that a Ger not everyone agrees that a Ger can marry a Mamzer we had a Machlokas so they say that could be that Rabbi Loza's Shita was that a Ger is not allowed to marry a Mamzer they have to say just to explain the Shita let's finish it up Amrav Nachman Amrav Avua Mamzer Ma'achosa Mamzer Eishas Achnis Arvabahem is that we know that they, they allowed a situation where a brother married a sister, or a brother married uh, somebody married Eishazach, his, bro- his father's his brother's wife. Okay, which are both chiyuvei kares, and therefore the, therefore there's a proliferation of mamzerus among the kusim. All right. Whereas Michael Mashmalan, why is he telling? He just should say is that they not they were not medah. There's mamzerus. Why do you have to tell me those two incidents? So Michael Mashmalan, yes, mamzer chayv kris. Maybe he wants to tell you the examples to tell us the bigger chiddush that here there's machlokas to say we passing like Rabbi Yeshua that a mamzer is even from a chayv kores. 
Sigmar says, the Nath Nechada, you don't have to give me both examples, just give me one. They're both Chiyuv Kores. Where is it? Maishar Hashaya Kachaya. He's telling me that, you should tell me that's the cases, the two cases we have, those are the two cases recorded historically, but that's what we know they are. Rava Amar, Evet Veshivchanis Arva Bahen. Rava says that the problem we had was that they married off to Avodim and to Shvachos. So you had Evan and Shvachos marrying in them, and therefore the problem is that therefore, uh, so, Nisarva uh, Bahen. So Mora says, Isura Mishum. So what's the problem? The problem is going to be the case of a shifcha. I mean, the chori you have to say holds that a person of vala a shifcha, the child is going to be a mamzer. That seems to be the position he's taking. So when says also nitnu nisnichada, why do you have to give me both examples? Just give me one. So Gemara says either child is going to be an, an eved or the child is going to be a mamzer. Right? Gemara says Again, he just gave the example of both. I don't know if you have to. Say necessarily holds the blood is a mamza. Even if all the blood's kosher, but in the case where she's a shifcha, the blood's going to be an evid. So we still, you know, so even if you don't hold the blood's a mamza, but in the case where the woman's a shifcha, the child will be an evid. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here. Oh,